Welcome everyone to the Covenant Eyes Church Podcast. I'm your host, Karen Potter, Director of Church and Ministry Outreach for Covenant Eyes. This podcast is specifically designed for pastors, priests, church lay leaders, and anyone in the church that's interested in helping people overcome pornography. We're super excited uh, to have a very special guest with us today. Frank Rich is joining us. How are you today, Frank? I'm doing great, Karen. Thank you. Good, 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 good. I also have my amazing co-host, everyone knows, Sam Black, our Director of Educational Outreach here at Covenant Eyes. How are you, Sam? Great, Karen. Thanks for that. Wow, what an amazing introduction there. I'm just like, <laughs> maybe I'll get to know a couple of the of the folks uh, that are, that are listening too, that'd be that'd be awesome. Send us a send us a note as you're as you're uh, as listening to this. Absolutely, make sure you do subscribe to our podcast channel as well. We love having you guys join us every single week. So, um, let's go ahead and just jump right in today. We've got kind of an exciting topic. So, Sam, do you want to introduce the topic and just kind of give an introduction to Frank as well? Yeah, so Frank, it's really cool to have you on here. You've done a lot of cool stuff and training and instruction and teaching and helping. Uh, you've helped bodybuilders train. You've helped uh, all kinds of things. You are, um, so we're talking about uh, you with belief systems and character traits for successful porn-free life. And Frank, you are a former bodybuilder, an awesome entrepreneur. You're involved in a lot of things. Uh, you're a certified men's health and addiction coach and the host of the Superhuman Life podcast. So yes. tell, me a little, tell me a little bit about the podcast. Yeah, great. Um, no, thank, thank you so much, Sam. Uh, well, we actually recently had on um, one of your fellow, uh, I guess, staff members at, at Covenant Eyes. I didn't know at yeah. the time, uh, Chris McKenna, who I yeah, believe yeah, works yeah. in your head, head of marketing department. He also runs the organization um protect young eyes but the podcast you know it it really started this entire journey that i've been on here for for the last couple of years so you know i i found christ in in the end of 2018 very fortunate to um you know be saved and just you know i, I don't know if we'll get into that story but it it, it really kind of you know turned my life around you know like like you said i've been an entrepreneur for you know about 10 years or so um, you know, always chasing success, always chasing that next milestone, whether it was in the physical side of things, bodybuilding or building businesses. Um, but at the same time, I struggled with, you know, a lot of compulsive addictions or, or behaviors. And, and when I got around the right type of people and men, which I'm very passionate about, you know, mentoring and, and, and kind of being an example to men, because I know what having examples in, in my life have been. Um, I, I began to see the world completely different. And as somebody that had been chasing performance, chasing personal development for a really long time, I kind of had this aha moment where if I had been studying all these philosophies, all these success principles, but I was still struggling with some of these compulsive behaviors, what about the guys that don't have my background? So really when I started the podcast in July of 2019, I just wanted to put kind of my story and be like, hey, this is where I'm coming from. You know, I don't have all the answers. It really was a way for me to kind of talk about some of the things that I had gone through. Um, and it's, it's, it's really grown over the last couple of years now where it's not so much more about just my story and, 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 and overcoming addiction. We've kind of expanded out to really make it a podcast for men to, to, to find breakthroughs in their life. But what I like to say is we help men become the men that they were created 
to be. So, you know, we interview leading experts in the, you know, the field of neuroscience. We've had multiple pastors on talking, you know, the spiritual side of things. We've had best-selling authors. We've had Super Bowl champions. Uh, it's, it's really been an amazing journey that it's been on. And, you know, out, out of the podcast has come, you know, my coaching company now, which is Rebuilt Recovery, which is more centered around the addiction side of things. And it's, it's just been an amazing uh, thing to be a part of and, you know, really excited about, you know, the next couple of years of what we're going to be able to do. Frank, what I love is you really tackled this with a holistic approach. I really, I really appreciate that. Um, you know, let's talk a little bit because, you know, one thing I think a lot of our um, listeners and pastors who are helping people go through that recovery journey probably don't address enough is that physical, that nutrition aspect of our healing journey. Like, you know, we can get into some great recovery programs, but if we're not taking care of our body and mm. feeding it healthy foods and, and making sure that we're getting the right nutrients, a lot of things can go wrong. But talk to us a little bit how you incorporate that into your recovery journey and your coaching um, that you do with men. Yeah, absolutely. Great question, Karen. Um, you know, I think one of the first ways that we utilize nutrition inside of the, the program is by using fasting, uh, both short term, so intermittent fasting, uh, but then in the early, you know, the early couple weeks, we actually, you know, prescribe a, a two day, a two day fast. And when we, you know, when we look at, I guess my, you know, my philosophy on, on fasting, you know, here, here, here we are in the, you know, we're in 2022 as at probably the airing, the time of this airing, like we can get food anytime we want. You can push a button and, sh you know, food will show up 30 minutes, you know, at, at your house. So most people don't know what it's like to deny themselves from food. Um, so I think that there's the, the big lesson that we can learn when we have to go through a 48 hour fast is you're going to get to that point by the end of day one, where you're going to get these feelings of hunger, like in a lot of these are false signals, these are false triggers from your brain. Because when you look at the science, and when you look at the way that the brain fires through dopamine, it's very similar response when you know, from food, with like artificial sweeteners, high fructose corn syrup, sugar, like it, it triggers the brain in a very similar way as 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 pornography does and, and a lot of our work is centered around the neuroscience side of things and i think when you can learn to deny yourself from food in the first day because you're going to get to that point where you're like you're going to be hungry you're not ravishly hungry where you're going to want to like chew your arm off but you have to kind of sit in a little bit of pain and discomfort but what you'll quickly realize is in that first you know half hour an hour of just sitting in the discomfort of fasting quickly that that feeling of hunger is going to go away and many times it's a false signal it's it's your brain is telling you like you're supposed to eat right now because that's how you've conditioned yourself to eat so what our men realize is by going through this fast early on in the program they can now leverage that same feeling and the same willpower and discipline that they were able to use to deny the food to then deny themselves the triggers with pornography so that's that's one reason why we use it Secondly, like I said, you know, the way that the brain responds to a lot of these artificial sweeteners and a lot of the, you know, the, the, um, the sugar and the high fructose corn syrup, it triggers the same dopamine response. So one of our big proponents is a whole food meat based diet. I want you guys, I want the men to eliminate as much processed food and sugar out of their diet, at least for the course of our time together inside of our program. Now, what many of them will realize is because we prescribe them a training plan, we give them supplementation, nutrition, their sleep improves, their overall well-being improves, just their energy throughout the day improves. So a lot of the men stay in this type of meal plan, but I think it's a, it's a tool that we can use. And like you said, you know, the addiction is living 
in this body like like we have to separate you know the soul spirit and then the physical body so if we're struggling from a physical standpoint with an addiction well let's treat the body let's make our body healthy through training through proper sleep through nutrition supplementation and all these things like, like i said at the beginning you know i've been studying human performance for the past 15 years i would be discredit to the to the men that i'm helping and serving if i didn't incorporate you know an area of expertise that i've spent a lifetime in developing that's awesome thank you so much <laughs> so man you just rattled off like the the no, the number of triggers that impact us physically and 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 in doing so that that is directed toward how we think so mm. Uh, you're talking about learning to deny yourself, uh, taking every thought captive. These are all very spiritual focused things. And, and you're saying, take the time to learn to fast so you can learn to take every thought captive. Is Expand on that for me for just a, just a minute. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you, you hit it right on the head there. You know, everything that I, I just shared in, you know, our entire curriculum is 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 biblically centered you know i um i'm i'm a christian i know obviously we're speaking speaking to that audience so um 100 you know there's there's truth in, in 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 what i'm sharing here so i didn't even talk about the spiritual side of things that's another part that we have inside of our program is the the scripture study the the, the weekly prayer we we prescribe a prayer to you know based upon our intention for that week and at the time of the fast, what we help our guys do, it's right in that week two when they go through that 48 hour fast. This is where they create the vision for their life without pornography. And, and I believe that we wanna be connected spiritually with, with God. We wanna be connected spiritually with our creator when we're mapping out the vision for, for our life. And there's one other thing that I didn't talk about on the nu nutrition side of things, kind of from a scientific perspective. So our body has two different energy states. There's uh, there's what's known as as glucose or utilizing stored sugar energy, or you have a, a state of ketosis. Most people are probably familiar. They've heard something about the ketogenic diet before. All this means is that your body is utilizing fat for its energy source versus carbohydrates. Most people know a carbohydrate pump, like if you go to the gym, you flex, like you kind of get that feeling like in, uh, in, in your muscles. Ketosis or utilizing ketones for energy, that's where your brain wants to operate from it's its preferred energy state so by by utilizing fasting and by utilizing intermittent fasting and a long-term fasting we actually force our guys to get into a state of uh, ketosis so it's a, an improved sense of mental clarity it's an improved set, uh, you know sense of, of, of focus as they're beginning to kind of map out the vision for what they want to do over the course of the four months in our program that's awesome and actually um, as someone that has actually utilized the the keto lifestyle I'm a big believer in that I think you're right. I mean, getting that mental clarity and that focus really helps us uh, in our journey. So that's really great information. And I love how you're tapping into all those different angles. Um, so a question I have for you. So after deciding to quit porn for good, what are a few good reasons someone, uh, not good reasons, but what are some reasons that people might relapse? Yeah, I'm really glad you uh, you caught yourself there because I wouldn't say that there is a good reason why somebody would would relapse. You know, Karen, I love this question, and this has really been the single biggest problem that I've been trying to solve for for really this entire year. You know, when I look back at at, at my journey, it's like, you know, I made a decision on February 14th, 2019, that I was done. I was fed up with the lies. I was fed up with the behavior, and I was going to move past it. And I never looked back. It's like I made a decision and I flipped a switch. 
and yeah, there, I'm not saying that there weren't struggles and there weren't challenges, but I didn't experience a lot of the same things that when I talk with men on a regular basis are going through. So I've spent this entire year figuring out through working with over 200 men in our program by having over 1800 men, you know, join other programs that, 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 that we have. So it's like, what is it that would make a guy not quit? Or what would it that would keep a person relapsing? And I think I narrowed it down to one of two things. Once you make the decision, once you identify a, that there's a problem in my life and I'm committed to changing and you recruit some help, whether it's joining covenant eyes, getting your accountability software, reading the books, getting a mentor, getting a coach, seeking therapy, hiring a pastor, whatever it is. Once you've started down this journey, the only reason this is my belief, the only reason why a guy would fail is he's lacking the character traits to do the things necessary to live a porn free life, or he doesn't possess the belief system in himself. And I'll speak to the belief system first, and then I'll tackle the character traits. The belief system operates at a, a subconscious level. Most of us that have tried or are trying this have failed before. We've we've gone through the, the, the forums, we've put the accountability software, we've talked with other people, we've tried and failed, tried and failed, tried and failed. So even starting again, there's this underlying limiting belief that we're not gonna do it. And if you don't believe that you're gonna succeed from the beginning, you're never gonna succeed. And this is not just with porn, this is a success principle for anything in life. If you don't believe that you can build a body and be a bodybuilder, you will never be a successful bodybuilder. If you don't believe that you can be an entrepreneur and have a successful company, you will never succeed in building a company. If you don't believe that you can live a life without pornography, at some point your subconscious is going to take over the trigger is going to be too strong for you your body your flesh is not going to be strong enough to fight through it and subconsciously you're going to give in to those temptations so the first reason why i believe a guy would fail is just a lack of the belief in and of himself secondly would be the character traits and this is not a knock at anybody and, and and i always want to preface that because i think when people hear me say you don't possess the character traits they're like i'm telling you that you're a bad person but character traits are not something that you're born with there's something that is developed over time discipline willpower integrity honor all of these character traits that i believe we need to possess are things that we have to take action in developing in our life and if you don't possess discipline then the chances are that you're going to give in to the temptation when it's going to late night you've had a super long day you're stressed wife rejected you whatever the case may be if you don't possess certain character traits you will give in to the temptation so karen to answer your question i believe that a guy is only going to fail for one of two reasons the lack of belief in and of himself and then the lack of character traits and we can help you accomplish both of those Sometimes, that's very interesting i'm yes. sorry sam go right ahead <laughs> Sometimes we have belief systems that are in conflict with each other, right? We believe that, uh, that we can change through Christ, that we, but at the same time, we have these bel faulty belief systems. And those, and those faulty belief systems are often in conflict with what we say we believe. So here's part of what we say we believe, and then we have this conflict that comes in from below the surface belief systems that aren't true. And, and one thing's true about pornography, addiction, and compulsive behavior is that we believe a lot of lies, right? We believe that God, I've heard, how many times have you heard guys say, well, I, maybe God made me this way, that I was meant to have these cravings, or that I was meant, I, uh, evolution made me this way. And so I was meant to roam the savannah. And, and, and mate with as many as possible. So that's, that's just kind of the evolutionary process. And these belief systems get in contrast with what is true. 
and what is what is right and what the Bible teaches us. We say we believe what God has instructed us to do. We say we believe, I, I believe we can overcome this. But then as we're trucking along, we've had these underlying belief systems that, you know, when I'm having anxiety or frustration or pain or that I'm thinking about, pornography is my easy way out. That's what I truly believe. So how do you get those belief systems that are underlying that we don't really pay attention to that we say we believe one thing, but we have these lies underneath that we sometimes believe. How do we make those belief systems conform to an overall belief? Yes, this is where I'm going next. Yeah, that's a great question, Sam. I believe beliefs are, are found in actions, not saying. So we can say anything we potentially want, but if I watched you for 24 hours a day, how you live out your life, your belief systems will reveal themselves to me. Um, so that would probably be the first thing that we could, we could look at is like, actually, let's look at your, your day. Let's do a complete audit on what you're doing throughout the day. And where's there a, a misalignment of what you're saying and what you're actually doing? Because a man that lives in true integrity, a man that lives in true alignment, the things that he says that come out of his mouth match the actions that he take. So I would, I would say, we gotta, we gotta look at exactly what it is you're, you're doing and where are, are your actions not in line with what you believe to be telling yourself. But yeah, I think, I think our beliefs are found in our actions, not in, not in what we're saying. But I think in your example there, it maybe wasn't so much about a belief. It was more about the character traits in the one example that you gave. It's like, I believe, you know, in, in Christ, I believe that I had the power, but when I get stressed, when I get anxious, then the easy route for me to, to go around is to look at pornography. So that's a lack of discipline or willpower, not knowing what you want most. If you truly wanted to live a porn-free life, if you truly wanted to overcome these issues, then it would require certain disciplines or certain character traits. So there's a, there's, I, I think you're kind of, we're addressing both of them, but in beliefs, I think our beliefs are found in our actions, not in our words. That's great. Um, you know, one of the things that I think is really interesting is that uh, when we're struggling with addictions, it sometimes can impact how we view ourselves, kind of that self-image, and it also impacts our confidence. And so I know that can be a very vicious cycle. Um, do, you, do you have any insight into that or how that can really impact and how strengthening confidence levels might actually help people live porn-free? Absolutely. You know, teaching and talking about self-confidence is one of the things that I enjoy more, more than anything, because I think it's closely tied to, to those belief systems. And this is something that I got from, from a mentor of mine. I believe self-confidence is built and kept by keeping the promises you make to yourself. If you're struggling with your confidence in a certain area, look at once again, your actions, you know, I'm going to take it all back to what it is we're doing. Are our actions aligned with what we're saying? If we want something really, really bad. And we set out on this plan, but every time we say we're going to do it, we let ourselves down. And I think one of the greatest examples that I use is the alarm clock. Like how many men that are struggling with pornography hit snooze in the morning, once, twice, three, four times. Our men don't hit snooze. I haven't hit snooze in five years because if we believe that self-confidence is built and kept by keeping the promises you make to yourself, what's the first promise that you make to yourself every single day? what time you're gonna wake up. You set the alarm, whether you set the alarm because there's an external circumstance, like I gotta be to work at this time, you still chose to set the alarm. So you made that promise. And when you hit snooze, it's a knock to your confidence at a subconscious level that Sam doesn't do the things that he says he's gonna do or Frank doesn't do the things that he says he's gonna do. So why, if that is how I'm starting my day, 
why would when the trigger comes at 10 o'clock at night after a long stressful day and i know what i'm supposed to do but my subconscious is operating at this level well like you don't really do the things you say you're going to do anyways so i think self-confidence is one of the quickest things that we can develop by making a plan by keeping our promises and by stacking wins. So wake up, when the alarm clock goes off, wake up, make your bed, acknowledge yourself for doing things. Have a prayer practice, have a meditation practice, have a gratitude practice. There's a lot of little things that you can do. That's great, I really like that a lot. That's why I do not set my alarm clock in the morning. That way I'm not held accountable to that. <laughs> no, but in all actuality, um, I love that. And that principle is applicable in so many areas of our lives. I mean, when we go to work each day, you know, those showing up to meetings on time that, you know, that is living up to our promises to our employer. You know, when we go to the gym and we make it there every day, even though we don't want to, that's living up to those promises that maybe we made to ourselves or to our partners. Um, so yeah, I love that principle. And I think that's really great. Um, Sam, I think you may have another question. Sorry, no, I didn't mean to cut you off there. <laughs> no, not at all. That's good. That's good stuff. You know, um, uh, Frank, I read your uh, seven step guide. And, and uh, I love to say that if you don't know where you're going, any road will get you there, right? We've all heard that saying, but when we have guardrails and we have a path to follow, then we know the next post to get to. And you really described that a lot with us. Like how do you, you're gonna get from point A to point B to point C to point D and, and you have a path to follow. Uh, tell us just, Give us just a quick overview of the seven step guide. Yeah, that's great. Um, God, let me see if I can remember all, all seven here off, off the top of my head. I think there's identifying acknowledge that there's a problem in, in, in commit to change, uh, recruit some of type of accountability, fast for 48 hours, make a plan uh, or make a vision, create a vision for your life without pornography, make a plan to bring that vision to life execute the plan and then belief. And I think I might've, might've butchered those, but I, <laughs> I, I, so I think one of the biggest challenges with, with pornography, not one of the biggest challenges, but one of the biggest negative side effects is how it impacts and, and hijacks our reward center. You know, this, this buzzword that is everybody talks about dopamine. When you understand how the dopamine system works. So dopamine is a neuromodulator. It's a chemical that is released when you're in the pursuit or taking action towards a goal that you've created. So yes, it's important for us to have a plan and guardrails so we know where we're going. But from a neuroscientific level, from a biological standpoint of reworking and literally rebooting our brain and our, and our reward system, if we make a plan of creating a life without pornography every day when we wake up and we take small steps towards that plan, our brain is going to drip out dopamine because dopamine is released when we're in the pursuit. So it's it's much more important than just having guardrails up because our goal is to reboot and rewire our reward system. I just don't want you to go 90 days without pornography, not change anything about the chemistry of your brain. If we can change the neurochemistry of our brain and reset that reward system to where you're not only getting those hits of dopamine from pornography, but you're getting them from the actual places of where they're supposed to get them in life, which is pursuing goals, pursuing meaningful passions, in your life. So that's why we really center our, our entire curriculum around creating a plan for your life without pornography. Yeah. And one thing you do there that I, that I've always encouraged guys I mentor is a 90 day plan. It's your first 90 days because mm -hmm. it, you know, I, I was uh, speaking to a man, he was in his forties and he said, Sam, when I got to day three, I realized it was the first time I'd gone three days without viewing pornography since I was a teenager. 
So having a plan in place that, that 90 days seems, can see, maybe 90 days to a pastor listening sounds like, what? You just need to try to get to 90 days of not viewing pornography? But for many men and women who are struggling, that first 90 days seems like a mountain to climb over. Mm. Um, one of the things that you've done in that opening part of the seven step guide is, is if you brought a, a little bit of the 12 steps in, uh, admitting that you have a, a problem. And in step two of the 12 step program is I came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. That, uh, and we like to say, I like to augment that light. We came to believe that Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit could change our lives. And when we lean there, we find a whole new power. How are you, and I know your, your spiritual walk is very important. Your walk with Christ is very important. How do you begin helping guys integrate that in, in through your program? Yeah, that's a great question, Sam. Um, my walk with Christ is, is the most important thing that, you know, that I have. And, and I think with everything that I've done, you know, through the podcast, through our, you know, through our media company with all the videos that we're, that we're creating and, and through the coaching and everything, the greatest reward that I get is when I, when I bring a man, a either back to Christ, uh, because he's, he's, you know, he's lost his, his relationship or when we help them find Christ for, for the first time. That's fantastic. And I don't think that you have to explain that either. I think pastors listening to this podcast or church leaders are going to appreciate the angle of reaching into, because that's really what we're called to do as Christians. It's we're not just there to serve each other. We're there to serve everyone around us and to let them all, you know, see the, the light of Christ and lead them towards Christ. So I think it's amazing that you have that out, outreach built into your program because it invites people in that maybe never would have ever walked with Christ because nobody had taken the time to introduce them. So I think it's fantastic. Um, we are actually coming to the end of today's podcast, but I do want to just give you an opportunity, Frank, to promote. Um, I know that you're providing all of the listeners today a, a link in the show notes um, to get your free PDF that we've been talking about today, as well as some other great resources. Do you want to mention any of those specifically before we close today? Yes, yeah, Sam has mentioned it a, a couple times, and I apologize for for butchering the seven steps for the book that that I wrote. Um, but it's the seven step guide. You know, it literally walks you through the seven steps that I believe if you follow them, you will begin you know to create a life without pornography. So it's a seven step guide. You know, seven steps of living a life without pornography. Um, you know, if anybody is interested in in connecting with me, I, you know, uh, we do daily videos on, on YouTube. You can find us, you know, search Frank Rich or search Rebuild Your Life. That's a YouTube channel name. Um, and then, you know, obviously the podcast, it's the Superman Life. You can find it on any platform that's out there. Um, and then I, yeah, me, me personally, if you want to connect with me, you can email me at frank at rebuiltrecovery.com or check out information on our company at rebuiltrecovery.com. That's awesome, Frank. Hey, thank you very much. This has been uh, an enlightening conversation. I've really enjoyed having you with us today. Awesome. It's been my pleasure. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. We'd love to have you back again. And to all of our listeners, thank you so much for joining the Covenant Eyes Church podcast. We'll see you on the next episode. Take care, everyone. Bye.